it's true because I like it the best. I mean, it's fine if you like it the best, but it's to me, it's the best one. I'm not saying it's the best one. A blanket I think, statement. I think the original Halloween is possibly the best slasher movie of all time. I don't know. I mean, I we like them for different reasons. I don't like. I don't like polish. I don't like. There's uh, no polish in. The well, original I mean, one. no. I, I'm not talking. Three hundred thousand. I'm not budget. talking about Halloween one with polish. I'm not. I'm saying slasher flicks in general. I don't like a polish and a slasher flick. I don't like. Are we recording now? Okay. Yeah. I don't like. Uh, I don't. I don't like well-known actors in slasher flicks. There was no well-known actors in Halloween one. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis, she but was, she was wasn't. At, 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 I understand at the time, you know. I'm saying. I mean, she is the daughter. I'm of saying that I'm, um, I'm taking in slasher flicks as as their totality now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see, you know, a slasher flick with people that I know. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even want you to be that good of an actor. I want it to be a piece of shit in in so many. So many ways because I want to love it for its flaws. In Halloween one, the only well, I think maybe you could you could give Annie Brackett her friends were okay. PJ Souls, she was in it. Um, but she never really became a star. Um Donald Pleasance, who was Loomis, he's he's, he's a Bond villain. Yeah. He's yeah. he's an actor. Right. And, and so he, and, and he loved perfectly. doing those he loved doing those he movies. He liked doing too. the first one. He didn't like doing the ones after. He did not like really? the way they went, but he's like, Well, they can't do it without me because I'm an actor. <laughs> but like he um there was only supposed to be one. There was not the whole anthology idea came along because like I don't want to run Michael Byers into the ground. But there was only supposed to be one and Halloween. Indeed they did. And they were like, Well, we got it. We got to make another one because what they did in '78 was they they made Halloween for three hundred thousand dollars. Right, it goes in the theaters, moderate success. '79 they put it back in theaters in the season, moderate success. '80 they put it back in theaters for the season, more success. They're like, well, you got to make another one, and we're going to put it on TV. So they had to add, they had to write another scene which they shot. During Halloween for two, the original for the for the TV version for which the, is where the sister shit came from. <sighs> so the official canon of now's timeline is Halloween. Where does Halloween, Halloween three fit in all this? It does not fit in the canon. <laughs> the official canon now is Halloween, Halloween twenty eighteen, and Halloween kills, and then next year's Halloween ends. I've heard Halloween kills getting shit on. My brother, it hated is it. awesome. My brother hated it. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Your brother does like fun, awesome things because it was fun and you like awesome. Dune. Dune was neither fun. It was awesome, but it wasn't fun. It was. That's a matter of opinion. Well, I, uh, there were lots of fun scenes. It was. It was okay. I mean, I liked it. It was big and stuff, but like, <laughs> 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 it was fine. Like, uh, were you guys going for your stuff? Big and stuff. Yeah, but it was. I don't know. It, from all the movies I've been, I've watched almost the entirety of. I have watched the entirety of. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street in the last month. I've watched almost the entirety of uh, Friday Thirteenth in the last two weeks. Part two's the best one. Yeah, probably. Yeah. If you want it's, ridiculous, it's got them sweet, sweet Marta Cobra on it. Freddy versus Jason was a lot of fun, but like the best one that's good and scary. <laughs> yeah, it is probably uh, two. Um, I've watched almost the entirety of the Halloween franchise. I just have to get through the middle part, the ones that aren't canon anymore, because I really want to see how bad these fucking things they are. Got, they got bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, after um, uh, Carpenter sold his shit, sold his rights to him to Mustafa Akkad, he's like, okay, I don't want these anymore. <laughs> but now he's back. 
Yeah, but he sold the rights to Mustafa Akkad for Halloween 3, but he did the music for Halloween 3. No, he sold it afterwards when they wanted to put uh, Michael back in. He's like, I'm, I'm washing my hands. See, I love that, the fact that he's, I think that he likes Halloween 3. I think John Carpenter likes it. I think he did, or he wouldn't have done the music for it. I think a lot of people like it. Like, I think a lot of people like Good old Tom Atkins. That, um, the guy that... Uh, greatest guy This ever. video, the yeah. guy that's doing this video... Um, he's like, it's not your regular Halloween movie, and I can see why people were disappointed, but I like it. I like it too. I'll just watch it this morning, literally. So original. God, I'm going to go home and watch it tonight. I'm going to go home and get out of hand up and go home and watch some fucking Halloween. <laughs> um, I've, I watched three Scream movies last night. <sighs> I, I have to say, that first Scream movie is very good. It's a good movie. I don't it like them. very good. That, that, breaks my, that, that breaks my rule of well-known people in yeah, movies. I don't I like it. that. I, it was very good but again i'm but such a purist with things that i can't my my parameters for things are very narrow imagine if you didn't like well-known people in any movies like you you couldn't have went and watched I, dune i could make every the, famous person is in dune you could this is terrible i, make, I know i know who he is he was in he was in the star wars movies so he can't be in this movie <laughs> i mean i i could make that jump on a bad day, I could probably make that could. jump. You probably could. I've known some people that that are like that. They're like, oh, he's too ah, that's, famous. That's ridiculous. I couldn't do that. But I'm just saying that there are people that won't watch that uh, if somebody's too famous, they just disregard them anymore. Like, uh, let's pulse. Like, Sturgill Simpson got too famous, so they just don't that's like it. That's just dumb. I know. He's not even that famous. He's probably barely a millionaire. I talked to... Uh, a guy who went, he was, he was in my ex-wife's class. He's a preacher. He's a great guy. And, uh, he's a, and he's, a, he's having church now, but he knew Sturgill Simpson, loved him. I was surprised. I was like, you heard of Sturgill Simpson? He looked at me and he said, yeah. That's yeah, like, Sturgill rules. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves Sturgill. Yeah. Um, and then, and then the, the, the best thing that made me, I, I don't, I didn't think I could like this guy anymore, but this made me like him anymore. I, and he's just like in that pop punk country stuff. I just can't. And he doesn't cuss, but he wanted to. He says dadgummit. Yeah, <laughs> I it's mean Florida Georgia line. He's like, yeah. What is that? If you want to be pop, go ahead and be pop. What it is, and they, uh, Steve Earle said it best. It's hip hop music for people afraid of black people. Steve Earle said that. Yeah. Copperhead Road, Steve Earle. Copper, yeah. <laughs> he's throwing out bombs. Yeah. He said it's hip hop for people that are afraid of black people. But they've got black people in these songs now. Well, they're probably it's probably a good thing. They're probably yeah, something, something not that, I, black people up for. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. You know, <laughs> I'm saying that sucky people of all groups, good people of all groups, are starting to get together, and sucky people of all groups are starting yeah. to get together. Have you noticed this? Yeah, like your garbage idiots are starting to flock to certain political ideals, and then you know, and then your different kinds of people who are smart start to flock to different political ideas. It's a leveler. Ideas are the great levelers. So just like poverty, poverty is the greatest leveler. So, yeah, I enjoyed the scream. The first one, the second one was okay. The third one was like, come on now. Then they made a fourth one in 2011 and I kind of want to see it just to see what the fuck they did. There's a new one coming out. There's a fifth one coming that I think is going to be good again. Well, it's Nev Campbell's in it. Uh, I think she was Courtney Cox is in it. Um, Dewey, David Arquette's in it. David Arquette's awesome. He's so awesome in those movies. I, I, I like him just in general. He he's he's just a, a lovable vagabond, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I just uh, 
yeah, Donald Pleasance in the original Halloween just acting the shit out of it while everybody else is sort of wooden. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> the sheriff and his dad is pretty good. He looks like he's acted before. Annie is uh, short curly hair. She was also in three as uh, Chalice's God, ex-wife. she's hot. Yeah, she she's was hot in She's that. fucking smoking. Um, PJ Souls had a great ass, too. Which one's PJ Souls? She wore the hat. She was really obnoxious. She was in Carrie. On oh, first. In yeah. the first one. Yeah, she's the big tall blonde. Yeah. Maybe not tall. She was, was tall in rock, she was in rock and roll high school. She played Riff. Yeah. Which um, was just of course, have you ever watched that? JLC Jamie Lee Curtis. She's great in it. It might have been one of her first roles, but she's got the bloodline of Tony Curtis and uh Janice Lee. Yeah. Janet so, Lee. Janet Lee, whatever. Janice Dickinson. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say it, say it right for fuck's um, sake. I'm excited to see the uh, the final of the Halloween quadrilogy, I guess, since none of the other ones exist. I did also watch the two um, Rob Zombie ones. They're good. The, the first, first one, one is The first one is good, but I don't think it's as good as the original, but only-, only I think but, it's good, as good in different ways. It's in different ways. They yeah. do give, give you a backstory on Michael, but it is a Rob Zombie movie. There is not a single likable character in this movie. I can barely root for um, Lori in it. I can barely hope she doesn't die. And then by the second one, she's just awful. Yeah, the yeah. second one is not good. No, it's it's, it's not. It, it was it, it didn't end. They well. added this white horse. Yeah, thing. I'm just like, what what are we doing here? <laughs> it's because he saw a white horse doing. Is this, this an thing? '80s commercial? Literally. Is this an '80s fucking music video? Well, also, there's literal shots from his music videos, sort of in it when when. Uh, <clears throat> the mom is speaking to both of them at the same time. It looks like one of his videos, but like he, he said he was driving one day and he saw a white horse doing this thing where they stand up on their hind legs and neigh in the field. And he was like, well, I'm going to put that in the new movie. Why? Why? Because okay, he's Rob, Rob Zombie. And I he, guess. And he thinks he can get away with it. <laughs> but shit. the first one had some very like a uh, very good, uh, good stuff. He became a real J. Hey, we're going to, we're going to coin a term for this. Now you became Lucasized. Yeah. When you are when you've made something so big that nobody forgets what crap you made before or what bad decisions you made before, and then all of a sudden they say, "Well, every decision he makes is good." Now you've become Lucasized, and then what do you get out of that Star Wars prequel trilogy? That's what you get. Mm. <laughs> A what? Okay. Gave me a crushing headache. So <laughs> I get sleepy when I don't take it. I get that too. I get super sleepy, and uh, like I said a couple weeks ago, my nose runs for no reason. It's definitely physically addictive. Yeah, I'm gonna have but to tamp it down so. in a very minor way. Oh yeah, it's yeah. one day you're gonna feel like shit. So I just need to pick that day. A week. A week. Yeah. You'll feel better. You'll be sleepy for a week. Eee, I don't like that, dude. No, it's not good. I had to. I had to go an entire week on a cruise without it. And that was during heavy consumption. Okay, I'm going to have to start leveling, leveling down. Some. The restless leg at night was unbearable. Okay, so that's that might have been why I had that a few weeks ago. Yes, that's definitely why you had that a few weeks ago. 
Man, I, do you take always take it before bed? Not before bed. Just if I don't have any during the day. One day I just didn't have any, and um, well, your your body I, was saying, "Well, we need the dose of that." At night I couldn't sleep, and I didn't have any. Mm-hmm. So I got up and I did squats to try to get the energy out of my legs. Also, I did lay around and do absolute nothing. Well, day. I mean that that's a contributing much factor. like much like I've done today. Yeah, I watched Dune. Um, I don't know. I probably watched some dumb movie. I'm, I've been in, in really into watching stupid slasher movies. I really like them right now. Um, I'll, it's the it's the spirit. Like I got AMC Plus because it has every Halloween movie on. I know, but for me, because we're not having the party this year, it killed my Halloween spirit. Oh, so I'm just kind of have go, it later. I'm Fuck, gonna, who gives a shit? I, no, we're no, no, we no, 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 no. We're not going down that path. Have it. Halloween is during Halloween. Have it during Thanksgiving. No, Halloween is during Halloween. I don't like that the Simpsons Halloween special takes place on November 1st. That's not fucking Halloween. I bet it takes place this week. No, they they do that now. It comes out on Sunday, so it's November 1st. Like, isn't Sunday this up? Isn't uh, Sunday going to be Halloween? Well, I don't. They but they would release it on the same day. I mean, I can't remember. Sometimes how it they would release it a week later, just because. Yeah, and that's, that's how the schedule. That's failed. just weak. I mean, I don't like that. I think this year's. I think they did the Treehouse of Horror last week. Actually, did they? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's I like good. that. Do it in. Do it in do a three week yeah. early. I was, but never after. I think I next week I'm going to have the Halloween party on the sixteenth, or maybe the twentieth next year. Yeah. Yeah. Beforehand. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all because they put you back on evening shift. Yeah, I mean, and that sucked. Because it was going to be a good one this year. I mean, I think everybody was looking forward to it. Is it going to be a Saturday? Um, the trades was, were talking about it, all the papers. <laughs> Word around the campfire is Chuck's having a great fucking Halloween bl- blowout bl- bash. Um, we had our gay friends coming, mm-hmm. who are awesome. Probably. Um, you know, everybody was going to be there, and there was going to be, you know, uh, Delta 8 Wee, there was going to be booze, there was going to be... You know, the whole Megillah. And the whole Megillah. You know, Megillah was a gorilla. He fought at the Thrilla in Manila on the undercard. <laughs> <clears throat> Megillah Gorilla. Me. What a terrible cartoon. Is, is, it wasn't as bad as Grape Ape. I don't remember them. I just know the names. You've never heard of Grape Ape? I've heard the name. Grape Ape was so bad. It was just a purple ape who would just say Grape Ape. Grape Ape. Grape Ape. So he just, was... It was, it was, it was, you know, and say it with me, which company came up with this? It was Hannah Hanna Romero. Romero. So, <laughs> um, Disney wouldn't come up with some shit like that. I was trying to think of any other of these movies that I've watched recently. I've really gotten into them. Um, Halloween 2 is kind of good, like the original one, because it's, uh, it's again, John Carpenter gets to do it. Mm-hmm. It's in the hospital the whole time, but they throw in the thing about him being her sister, which is, just makes no sense why he would want to come and kill his sister. They did a pretty good job of, excuse me, um, in the zombie verse, right, of showing a baby in the house that would be his sister later in the uh, whenever he was a kid being mistreated horribly by everybody in his entire family except for his baby sister. So he decides to let her live. Right. And I'm guessing that version of Michael Myers didn't want to kill her as much as to bring her into the into the lifestyle. I have no idea. Was he recruiting her to be? It didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it has to, to be quite honest. Um. Anyway, we watched Dune earlier. You went and saw it. Did you guys see it at the awesome theater? I did. Yeah, um, I did. Um, it was everything I wanted it to be. Absolutely everything. Um, 
Should we spoil parts of it? It's out there anyway. It's a book. Um, Duncan Idaho isn't going to stay dead, by the way. I wouldn't imagine that he would. He's still he's, uh, they're gonna The uh, Benny Tlilaxu bring him back to life in the next. Are those the people that talk weird? No, those are just regular Harkonians from Getty Prime. Um, the people who with bald heads dressed in black are they're from they're from Getty Prime. That's they talk like they're Thraki. Well, they are on a, are on a planet that is the ultimate expression of what a capitalist crooked society would do. It's completely it's com, it is completely stratified. The rich control all the control everything. Uh, it's it's so polluted that nothing will live. So they have to get everything shipped to Getty Prime because nothing will grow. The oceans are completely dead. Um, there are no trees. There are no, you know, it's just a, it's, it is the planet Coruscant on Star Wars, only not good in any way, shape or form. Giant smokestacks, uh, giant uh, edifices of Harkonnen leaders, because they are god kings there, you know, stuff like that. Gings. <laughs> um, but then the ones, the Sardaukar spoke the way they did. I like the fact that they make Sardaukar look almost Viking-like. They're bearded. They're very, you know, pale. You know, that was a, a little, you know. I don't, I've already forgotten the names of all the different The Sardaukar? Yeah. The ones who were getting the shit painted on their head, they died for the emperor. Okay. The ones who 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 floated down, the ones who killed Duncan Idaho, only killed probably 10 of them before he died. Yeah, he went on a spree there. And I believe that because in the book, Duncan Idaho is one of the most feared swordsmen in the galaxy. Like, he's known. Um, I like the fact, though, that they showed – and the Atreides, the common Atreides soldier is a cracked, tough soldier, like one of the toughest in the galaxy. But I like the fact that this, that here's what they did. To illustrate how good the Sardaukar were, they had the Atreides just beating the shit out of those Harkonnens kind of come up the stairs – they go, oh, and they came down, they started stabbing them, and then they turned around, the Sardaukar just made mincemeat of them. There was, I don't even think the Sardaukar lost a single man, you know, in that in that melee. So the Sardaukar just, they're from a, a planet called Seleucus Secundus, which is purposely made awful. It is purposely made into a hellscape to make these people like this. It's cold. It's wet. Um, there are monsters, you know, like like awful animals on it. Um, you know, they're poor. There and they're you know, it's just it's a real. It's an attempt to create this fearless warrior because nothing could be worse than the place they live. That's what the Fremen are. And when once we actually start, we got to see a little bit of the the uh, the Fremen and the Sardaukar mix it up a little bit. They didn't show you very much of that fight because the Fremen give as good as they get and actually give better than they get when it comes to the Sardaukar. The Sardaukar are horrified that they are just getting their gets to get the shit kicked out of them so bad. And then the Fremen, conversely, talk about how well the Sardaukar fight. Because they lost two men to these ten to, to these ten Sardaukar. Like, did you see how well they fought? We lost two whole men to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a conversation from the book. Like one of them tells or tell them, like, did you see how well they fought? It's like I take my hat off to them. You know, we're the badasses, but those guys are pretty tough too. You know, so <laughs> I love it. I'm I'm still confused as to who is who. All right, what what I have to what, watch it five what, times. What, Give me some of your questions. That, you know that things that I don't like. Uh, 
the bald guys that talk like the Dothraki that had them on the ship that they had to use the voice? Who were those guys? Those are just regular uh, Harkonnen troops. Okay. And they're all bald and... Well, they, they're... One of them was deaf. I think that they're so... It's either the fashion to, on on their planet or they all have alopecia, which would be a... It's either an aesthetic choice or their uh, their planet is so polluted and shitty that they have now have just genetic diseases. So their hair won't grow so they can absorb whatever light they can get. That actually would be a, a, a pretty good uh, theory. That's why right they're there. all honkies. Um, yeah. The Fremen, I got a pretty good grasp on them. They're the sand folk. Yeah. Uh, they have all the gadgets to lure the sand. Yeah, they have thumpers. They have, uh, they have uh, the, the things that use static electricity to move the sand so you can, you know, get out of a, a sand, like a, a, dri- a sand dune, which would be death, you know, in, in a big enough place that frees it in place so you can climb out, gives you some purchase to get out of it. Um, Mauler pistols, which are kind of like just a gun. I mean, they, uh, he took it from Paul. He said, you'll get a Mauler pistol when you've earned it at the end. Remember, that's a Mauler pistol. Um, Is, was, uh, <clears throat> What's his name? Um, the guy from Star Wars, uh, Oscar Isaac, was his name also Paul? No, his name was Leto. Leto. Leto okay. Atreides. And he did a fantastic job. He was awesome. God. But the, his, Is he dead for good? Oh, yeah. Um, his The one who played, not his, she wasn't his wife either, uh, his concubine. Um, Mary Stuart Masterson? <laughs> um, I can't. I keep forgetting her name, and, and, she's, and she's great. She's in uh, Doctor Sleep. She's an Irish actress. Um, no. Rosamund Pike. No, no. That's she's in. Uh, we're we're going to discuss Wheel is of it Time. Rebecca too. Ferguson. It is Rebecca Ferguson. She stole the fucking show. Yeah, she's really. Good. She was so good in it. Uh, Ten- Timothy Chalamet was really good. Yeah, he was good. Um, I tell you who I liked though was fucking uh, Brolin. Man, Thanos was fucking mixing it up, buddy. Stellan Skarsgård was. Also he did great. Great. That big fat blob guy. That's uh, Baron Harkonnen. Baron Vladimir Harkonnen. Uh, Batista had a very small role. He'll be Beast Raban is his he'll name. He'll be big in the next one. Actually, he will be big in the. And there's actually a single combat scene with uh, Beast Raban and somebody. I think. Now, what was the Baron Vladimir Harkonnen? What was he soaking in? Was that blood? In that one scene, some of it, yes. It was like a solution because he almost died when uh, Leto breathed that poison and killed everybody in the room. Um, Javier Bardem was pretty dope. Javier his, Bardem was great. His limited role. Uh, the I don't the the fact that the Fremen are multiracial. Is this should all be white, right? No, not not at all. But I'm saying that I was predicting that they were all going to be like um, of Arabic, you know, or 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 even Latino, you know, brown kind of skin, you like know. Zendaya, yeah, whatever she is. Well, she's a. Uh, she looks like she's Native American with her wide face. I think she's just. I think she's. She's a, just all kinds of stuff. Probably mulatto or something. I mean, she's she is mulatto a term that we should use? Absolutely, it's not. A, it's not a pejorative. Um, it's a description of a person. Um, like a mestizo. A mestizo is a person of uh, Hispanic and Native American origin in, in South America. So it's along the same lines. She's from Oakland, Zendaya. So her people are from all over the place, I'm sure. guessing. Um, you know, they had black Fremen. They had uh, the guy that Paul killed at the end. And and he was having quite hand- and quite handily. If you understand what that flat, it wasn't a flashback. It was a flash forward. It was or- kind of like he's in the. What the spice does is it breaks down 
Okay. Time or whatever. Melange is the name of the spice. It helps you do math, like, and opens your, op- it, it, it opens the doors of perception. It makes time nonlinear. Okay. The Bene Gesserit can always, can already do that to a certain degree. But which all, ones are those guys? The ones who, the woman says, stick your hand in the box. The Bene okay, Gesserit. Okay, yeah, the, terrible. The witches. Yeah. Bene I remember that scene from the first one. They're a religious order of all women. They're actually a warrior order as well. They're, it's that why she was able to take still guard a fight, because the Bene Gesserit are home to human perfection. Like, beyond that's why the voice that all these things are human traits that have been taken to their nth degree it's it's not superhuman but it is if that makes any sense it's where humans are going to evolve according to frank herbert you know the fighting style of the benny jesuit there they have superhuman strength because they're able to harness all they've got you know it's like you see a fighter who fights a much larger and stronger man, but beats his ass because he's able to harness everything he's got as opposed to the giant guy. Yeah. That's what they're like. Only they've done it for thousands of years and perfected a way of fighting that there's nobody on this planet, nobody that could challenge a Bene Gesserit, even a, even a novice Bene Gesserit that would just tear him apart. Um, she was teaching Paul Bene Gesserit things, which is forbidden. You don't, there are no male Bene Gesserit. But the Kwisatz Haderach, who's going to be the super being, is going to be a male Bene Gesserit. Yeah, I'm getting it now. See, here's where he, seems, where, here's to be, where he seems to be Neo. He's the one. He is the super being, the Kwisatz Haderach. But he's also, even the Bene Gesserit have planted, that's what, I, that's what I liked about this. They made it clear that the Bene Gesserit have planted all these, uh, you know, um, traits, Messiah prophecies okay. among the Fremen because they, they predicted this is where this is going to go, but they've done it on other planets too. To, so when the quiz, that's comes among them, they'll say, well, that's the guy. This is the prophecy. Bene Gesserit are virtually immortal because they've learned how to, that's not exactly right. When they take this, this, this liquid, which, do they kind of do on Arrakis too? They are literally infused with all the mitochondrial and genetic memories of every Bene Gesserit, any every Bene Gesserit before them. Hmm. So they will draw on all their experience and all their knowledge. But it also helps them see into the future. So all the Bene Gesserit from back then, it's really weird, man. It's a mind fuck. It's a it's a mind bending thing. What Paul will be able to do. Once he drinks the water of Shailud, which is the essentially the water condensed from the sandworm shit, is basically mm. what it is. the 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 spice is basically the offal of the. How sandworms. big do you think the sandworm shit? Well, considering they have they eat tanks. Well, but they but they don't they eat nothing of uh, with any liquid in it. There is no liquid on Arrakis, so they're a creature that is able to survive without water. That should blow everybody's fucking mind. You know, a, a life form that is able to survive without, or at least with such minor amounts of water. Because if you, if that's one thing that happens in the later books, the the timeline we can do an entire show on Dune. The timeline of Dune is like forty five thousand years, or something like that. It's ridiculous. From the first book Dune to the last house to the last book Chapter House Dune is insane amount of time. How many movies are they going to do? Just probably two or three, maybe. You could do the first two books, maybe even the first three, but after that, you can't because it is no longer a hero tale at all. 
It is not a hero tale now. A lot of people are under that assumption. It is not. And, they, and he's tried to tell you that. With the In the book, it's called a jihad. The jihad that Paul sends the Fremen throughout the galaxy, killing trillions of people to join the church of of uh, of the Mahdi of the of Muadib is when he he becomes called Muadib. Um, God, man, I didn't realize my my knowledge of this was so deep before. I, you know, um, you should be embarrassed. Um. <laughs> Actually, it's no, not a. It's not really a it's nerd a thing. It's a. Thing it's to, more a literary thing at, at this point because uh, the first Doom book I think was written in 1956 or some shit like that. It was written early, early, early. You know, um, I like the fact that the technology. For one thing, did you notice there are no thinking computers? None. Yeah, there wasn't anything that happened because there's th- this thing called the Butlerian Jihad, where there was. Uh, there was AI in the galaxy. The AI predictably rose up and people destroyed the computers. And there is a passage in the orange Catholic Bible, which is where religion completely went that, you know, thou shall not make a machine in the grave of image of man. That's in the fucking, in their religious book because the machines almost won. Hmm. So th- thereafter, do you see the guys get eyes roll back in their head? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, those are mentats. Mentats are people who are able to do massive Mathematical calculations in their head instantaneously. So, okay, they're also they also have a fighting style of their own, which is very formidable. I got ruled. I liked him. Yeah, he didn't make it through the uh, Gurney Halleck lives. He he will be in the next movie. Um, I love Gurney Halleck. I thought that Josh Brolin played him perfectly. Gurney Halleck is supposed to be gruff. He's not supposed to be very handsome. Um. And think about Brolin, he can be when he wants to be, which is weird, but when he plays gruff, he's not a handsome guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I love that. Um, you got what happened, though, with uh, Dr. Yui betrayed him. He, yes, set, yes, he yes. set it up so all that would happen, and then he got murdered because yeah, they had his wife. Sliced. Right. Um, or whatever. Did they stab him just or what? slit his throat. <laughs> That's fun. Um, That's a fun way to go. I like the fact that all the weapons were based along the lines of a katana, basically acknowledging the fact that the katana is the perfect weapon. Yeah, everything was stabby slicey. Right. I, I love, I mean, it, it, the production on the movie. It was insane. I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't feel so great today because I would have been so, I, I was edge of my seat anyway, but it is a dense movie. So at one point I did not off for like two seconds. I was, I was falling, I was in a, in a kratom cloud falling in and out. Yeah. I, I got most of the stuff. But I also have access to it for an entire month, so I'll watch it on and off. Right. I'm going to watch it again. I'll probably put it on tonight when I go home. Um, I just, I like the thopters, the ornithopters. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. They look like mosquitoes. Uh, dragonflies. Dragonflies. They're based on, because dragonflies are actually, the reason he made them that way, because the way dragonflies. Are they described like that in the book, or yes. is that something he thought of? Ornithopters are described much like that, that they have flapping wings. I thought that was a cool way to make I them. like the fact that it had springs. You could see, I like the fact that everything looked like it would work. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like. And it looked like you could fix it. Exactly. I can see Villeneuve. He's so fucking brilliant, dude. He is the new wave of Hollywood. They need to they need to con him into doing a Marvel movie. <laughs> he's sort of creating his own thing here, though. No, he's not going to carry it. He's not doing that. He's not creating a Dune extended universe. That will not happen. At least it won't, it won't happen under his watch. He doesn't want that. 
Well, he shouldn't. Just do the two or three, whatever it's going to be, and get out. And I think he, it's going to be a two-part thing. He might be convinced to do Children of Dune and Dune Messiah. That's the other one. But Paul is out of it by the third book. And then his, his sister is coming along. That That's an interesting character because, you know, uh, Jessica's pregnant. So you could tell she drinks the water of Shia Lud when she's pregnant. And that kid in the womb comes out able to talk and stuff like hmm. that and talk like an, like an adult. Once her palate was formed enough to be able to form words, of course, you know, and she it's creepy. Like it's a her She's called Saint Elia of the knife hmm. um, because she's she can beat grown men in a fight when she's essentially a toddler. So he's already uh, Villeneuve or whatever. However you Villeneuve. pronounce it, he's made some awesome movies already. He has never this. made a bad film. Never. Uh, what was the one with there, the aliens? His arrival. Arrival's amazing. Arrival was a fucking gut punch. I mean, it was so hard to watch, but so fucking brilliant. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, that's another one. So good. fucking great. I mean, I had an idea for a movie, and and my buddy James. Um, wants he I, I told him gave him the basic storyline he wants to shoot it um he it, did sicario yeah that's a i never saw sicario it's great yeah it I'm is, sure it is. Uh, it's a great uh cop robber movie mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it it's a great cop movie fuck i forgot he did that blade runner arrival sicario enemy never saw it prisoners he did prisoners yeah that's with uh Hugh Jackman and uh, yeah, God, I heard that was fucking just a. I heard that one was a tough watch. Incendies, Polytechnique, probably a bunch of French stuff. Yeah, what was that one? Um, something about a maze or something. The Maze Runner. No, let's look at all his fil- filmography. Director, he's done twenty three things. My, Jesus doesn't necessarily mean movies. One was called Rated R for Nudity. That's fun. <laughs> not to, maybe not. I'm thinking of somebody else that did that fucking movie. I was thinking of. Okay, writer. Let's see what all he's written. Oh, he wrote Dune. Polytechnique. Mm-hmm. He wrote the screenplay for Dune. Yeah, yeah. It's completely different than writing. Okay, but yeah, he, this just arrival. I'm guessing that's what got him this movie. And he also showed he could write an action movie. Blade Runner 2049, even though it was a box office. It wouldn't be a bust, but nobody it wasn't expected a that to be huge. But the original, you know, the original Blade Runner was not a box office success. No. But it changed That's, movie making. That was the, at the conception, inception of uh, VHS. So you could kind of do okay at the box office, mm-hmm. but whenever people were able to go to Butler Video and pull Nightmare on Elm Street off the thing, hey, we're getting a sequel all of a sudden. Yes, you're you are kind of right, but at first, do you know how fucking ridiculously expensive VHS tapes were? That's why they came up with video stores. They were forty dollars, something like right. that. Right. That's why they came up with video stores. But they overproduced a couple of them. That's oh, why yeah. everybody had a copy of Clue. Everybody had a copy. We had a copy of Clue. Yes, <laughs> because Clue was it's one of the first VHSs made because the movie was not a box office success. So it recouped its by people buying it. You know, mm-hmm. so and it's an excellent movie. It's been probably 35 years since I've seen it. But Jesus I'm Christ, sure it's fucking good. Tim Curry, maybe his best role, in my opinion. He's so good in it. Wadsworth, the butler, and he's just so fucking pithy. And anyway. Maybe I should watch it again. That's a Halloween-y type movie. Kind of, yeah. I mean, it's, it's stormy. It's dark. You know, it it's definitely lends itself. Um, 
No, I've, I've had a renewed interest in writing, but I don't think I can write novels anymore. I think I can write screenplays because me and my buddy Timmy were breaking down the story that I came up with last night. And I basically just did a sketch with it and it took me 15 minutes to send it to James. He's like, this is brilliant. I love this. We have to shoot this. So let's do a Kickstarter. The reason I, the, well, there are copyright issues. Um, what it is, is that there's an old ad they used to put in Marvel comics mm-hmm. and it, uh, it says, uh, it's 1984, 87. Do you know what your children are? And it was a ad for the mutant registration act that was oh, in yeah. the X-Men comics. So my idea was set something in that world, but make it like Joker, right? You have a guy gets up, rolls over, kisses his wife. They go into making love, whatever. It shows him like taking a shower and then they're like talking, having chit chat before he goes to work. As he's getting up and leaving, the TV's on. They're not really paying attention to it. The news is on. And then you have uh, a news story kicked up about Senator Robert Kelly with his introduction of the Mutant Registration Act. And then the guy's driving his car to his foundry job in Pennsylvania. It's the character's me essentially. Um, he's well, he's know? he's digging on the radio to find something to listen to, and then the radio Remember the buttons on the radio. Yeah, and then the news radio uh, it, uh, says something about the Mutant Registration Act and all this stuff, and he turns it off, and then it zooms in on his face, and he gets uneasy for a second, or just kind of sits there, and you know, then he stops the car, puts on his hard hat. He's like he's like going this like this with his hand, gets out, walks into the fucking to the foundry. People are saying hi to him and stuff, and then he's um, you know, one guy they're in the locker room and the cool I I would be a good production designer, I know it would. That might be even even a better job for me than anything else. Because my vision of things is so tactile. I, I can see it and I can make other people see it. So the locker room would be just your regular standard found a dirty locker room and there would be pictures of Allison Blair Dazzler um, and Leela Cheney who's another mutant rock and roll princess you know and they don't know who they are yet they don't know they're mutants yet and have them hanging on the wall and then the foundry they're working at is Trask Foundry and it was Bolivar Trask who was the guy who made the Sentinels in Days of Future Past that was Peter Dinklage's character all these little nods to those things turns out the guy's a mutant and he knows it and he's been carrying it around all his life, and he's living a lie. Um, and then you'd, of course, have people having conversations about muties and stuff like that. I actually wrote some dialogue saying, um, um, well, Cap was a mutie, and somebody would say, you fucking take that back. He was not. You know, and they're having, conver- you know, Captain America, of course. Yeah. But then the crux of the story is this. He's working with this kid. He's a mechanic. He's fixing something. And then there's a slow collapse of this crane. The kid can't get. His foot's caught, but nobody can go save him because they're going to get hurt too. And he catches it. He catches the knuckle of the crane, which is a thousand pounds, tons. And he catches it and he like throws it. He's outed now. He's all of a sudden, he's a mutie, you know. But I think the best thing I, that would work for me is that I wouldn't want to show that. I would show the beginning of it, like the alarm going off and the kid getting caught. And then you just see the character taking a step after thinking for a minute. And then he's sitting in the boss's office. Like the foreman. And the foreman's like, look, Dan, you're a good worker and I like you and everything, but we can't have a mutant working here. The men are terrified of you, you know. And he's like, you caught a five-ton knuckle off of a crane and you tossed it across the room like it was a piece of paper. 
you you can't work here. I'm sorry. And the guy's like really sorry. He likes him and he's known him all his life, you know. Then he goes home and his wife finds out and she just wants him. She's terrified of him. And she's like, just leave. I can't, you know, and that's the end. You know, he's just a little seven minute, 20 minutes, maybe. And I would call it registration. You know, it's just, you know, and it would just be very bare bones, gritty. You know what I mean? Just a guy who is living a lie, but then he's, you know, forced to save somebody's life. And then that outs him. And then, of course, he's getting in his car like after this and somebody has spray painted muty on it and smashed his smashed his windshield. You have to get like an old Caprice classic or something. He's a pickup truck. <laughs> Like an old Ford pickup truck, square body. Yeah, that's what he drives to work. Um, I like the fact though that I would make it clear through cinematography that he has to be careful when he's doing everything because he's so strong that he like he'll accidentally rip some. Yeah, hand rip, off if ripping. He, he he can rip off. You know, ironically, like me sometimes. Not that I'm that strong, of course, but I have ripped car doors off. I've broken keys, all that kind of stuff by not paying attention to what I'm doing. So I applied that as like, well, I kind of have experience with this and I now have to be sometimes exaggerated careful because I know I can break shit. And for and I'm not, you know, I'm a normal guy. This guy has class 100 super, superhuman strength. He's like Thor Hulk level. So, you know, and he I had, like it. That's actually really good. I mean, yeah. And I, I thought, thank you. I thought it was a good idea. And um, maybe that could be the thing. We just start making shorts. That would be nice. Like, I'm going to write it down in screenplay. Screenplays aren't hard to write. Exterior, you know, interior. Yeah, uh, did you read about I've been telling you for a year how to look up uh, screen? I did. I did. Yeah. And they, they just, you do, they just give you a, a framework. State setting. And then, right. Yeah. It would be set in a place just like this. It would be Appalachia. It would be. You could shoot it literally anywhere around here. Yeah. You could, you could pull out would, of my driveway. They would not let me shoot it at the plant. You know, that's that's one thing. When he's walking in, I had an idea that you're going to have sirens and stuff. Foundry stuff. Sparks shooting everywhere. And him just and the shot is him just falling his back. A long shot of falling his back into him doing stuff. It's just a description of what this guy is. And then, you know, before this, him and his wife are talking about their, they have to go to they're 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 an aging like middle age, late middle age couple. And they're trying to have a baby like he's 40. She's going to get in return 40. And the end of the story would be like, uh, mid part of the story would be a conversation they're having when they go talk to her parents and her dad is a, a mutant hater. He's, he's a bigot. He's just like, and they get in the conversation. You know, his, his wife looks at him and she's not like that, but she's more of the, you know, She's um, servient. She is, but she also speaks her mind. You know, it would be very Appalachian. They're sitting around an Appalachian table, smoking cigarettes, you know, drinking coffee, stuff like that. I have. You got that couch with the wooden arm. Yes, absolutely. All the things. 80s Appalachia, because this takes place in 87 because of that ad that I saw. So, or 87, 84. um, Springsteen song playing. Of course, that's going to be tough. <laughs> I think if it's good enough, people are like, oh, we don't really, you know, they care. But um, this is something that if I wrote and sent it to a uh, sent it to a uh, studio that they would it might make its way up the chain of command. I don't have any illusions. Lots of people have good ideas and they don't get made. But this is a good idea. You know, this is this is a quick, good story to tell. That would be one of those short story things that if it made it and it's and the fact is it's a superhero story, but no effect shots. You don't see what happens. You see the aftermath. 
of him having to deal with the fact that now he's outed as a superhuman, you know, that's, you know, and then the, and their reactions. And then, you know, he tries to walk up to his, his driveway and then his father-in-law stand there with a shotgun. And it's just like, you know, you need to get out of here. And, and it says something like, I don't know if this will kill you, but I think you're deep down, even though you're a muter, you're a good enough man to know that we don't want you around here, you know? And he, and he gets in the truck and leaves. And that's the end of the story. So then he goes on a seven states crime spree. <laughs> I was actually going to have a point where they're in a local go mart and it gets robbed and he could just rip the guy's arm literally right off and crumple the gun like it was a piece of paper and he just lets it happen. And then his wife brings that up, you know, because they eventually do talk and his wife brings it up and said, you know, why didn't you do anything? You're as strong as you're, you're strong as, you know, all that. And he's just like, because I didn't want to, you know, out myself. I didn't, you know, and then she said, well, what if we would have had a baby? He'd be, he'd be one of you too. And then that's where it really gets that gut punch, you know, and that, you know, credits roll. It's over. So, Mm. um, it's, it is one of the best ideas I've had lately. So, um, pretty good i like it i'm thank you I, i'm i'm gonna james has asked me for a character sketch and a uh and a description all that stuff and what he wants he's really interested in it, which i um i'm i just don't know where he'd shoot it you know you, you could have find an abandoned place but i would want some activity be going on you know what i mean yeah, and you'd also want a crane that's operational well, what you could do is is make a like do a, a, a make show it swinging and alarm than a guy who's pretending to be stuck and all that stuff because you're not going to show it collapse. You're going to show the yeah. aftermath. You're going to show him sitting in the office, right? So you just you'd have to have an office. You'd have to have a a setting. You'd have to have a house. You'd have to have you know actors to play the roles. Um, the guy's based on me, but I want no nothing at all because I would be terrible. I'm, I would not be a good actor. So. You might be a good actor. No, I'm just I don't have it. I don't have that. Um, I, I would I would know that I'm being filmed. Yeah, I'm not very good. And I think I'll, I think would translate. People will be would you know be like, well, I'm very aware. I'm watching something right now. You want that feeling like Joker, where it just feels like something real is happening. God, what a movie that is. That's where that's kind of where I got the idea. I was like, well, what about something like that that has all these nods to this larger, somewhat ridiculous universe with these costume characters. It's absolutely grounded. Exactly. That's why I wanted the pictures of Allison Blair, Dazzler, you know, Leela Cheney, and then, you know, uh, them talking about Captain America and stuff like that. You know, you can nod those in, but you can't, I mean, it, it gets to be too much. Like, that's why the Marvel movies, they are still working, but they need to start portraying the world as different than ours now because it's completely different. You know what I mean? There are regular folks trying to make a living, but it's going to be it's an incre- increasingly hard for those people to make a living because they're superhumans now. Yeah. That's the reason mutants are going to be reviled. You have to put that in there. Mm-hmm. Because you, you got a guy going for a job. He's like, you hired this guy. And, you know. He does the work of five men. He's like he's half the time. It's like we don't need a crane with this guy. We don't need a tractor with this guy. I'm sorry, but we're that's, saving so much money. Exactly. You don't even need automation anymore. You've got muties to do things. So, you know, I, man, I'm not confident in a lot of things, but I know I'm good at writing story, and I know I'm good at evoking things. So, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you.
You want to do favorite things? Yeah, now? let's do it. Well, that was probably it's kind of always. This has been favorite things. I've talked about slasher movies. We've talked about Dune. It's uh, the whole thing's been favorite things. It's, it has. But whatever. What are, what, are they, what are they gonna do? Not listen to the thing they get for free? Suck my dick. Do the thing. What? Your favorite things. Oh, uh, well, Dune. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a dope-ass movie. I'm yeah, probably going to watch it two more times this week. A plus. A plus, down the line. Um, <clears throat> the only thing that... One thing we didn't mention, really, is the acting is all very good. Of course, it should be because they hired everybody awesome. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> everybody awesome. awesome. Everybody awesome wanted to be in it. Yeah, everybody... Yeah, you, you didn't have to f- fucking pull any fingers to no. do this. Um, Twist any arms, I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yes. Um, I like the fact that the Eternals is getting to come out. Um, it's getting already good buzz. People saying how good it is. Um, really looking forward to that. Um, it seems like it'll be good. I don't know. Uh, I'll watch it though. It's directed by an Oscar-winning dire- uh, director. So um, she they they talked about her fingerprints are all over, and she really she did something different. If there's any complaint I have with the Marvel movies is that Shang-Chi should have been the last formulaic Marvel movie they should make because it was readily apparent what the formula was. Not that it wasn't good. It was still it a was good. fun little movie. Yeah, but it was definitely painfully apparent at some points. You know, something big happens, something big happens, little quip. Yeah. Stop doing that. I mean, that's yeah. because that's starting to be, you know. Uh, the, the, uh, yeah, there is always the something big happens, and then the comic relief character, who was the Mexican guy. But they're and, all comic relief characters in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you had Aquafina in this one. You had the Mexican guy in Ant Man, right. who's great. Yeah, he, love that guy. And that I've worked. Loved that guy it since worked. Like nineteen ninety six, whenever yeah. he was in um, Next Friday. Yeah, it got rules. Yeah, but you keep doing it. Mm. You know what are we going to do? Right. But it was a fine movie. Yeah. Um, didn't knock my socks off or anything. I don't. We're get there. They do have some of that in the Eternals. I've already seen one gag where he smashes the table and he's just like, he says, "Uh, uh, what is he? Uh, Hulk smash? No, no. He smashes the table. He's like, what is this made of? Vibranium? He's like, no, that's from uh, IKEA. IKEA. <laughs> yeah, Spring Collection. It was delivered very well. Good line. It's very funny. I like that. But they have too much of that, so they need to start shifting a bit and doing different things. From what I've heard, the Eternals does that. So, um, what else? Uh, it's been, I don't know. I mean, it's not been a week like that. I mean, uh, uh, you know, the getting back into writing things and feeling and getting creative, my creative juices flowing is good. Um, I like that. Um, uh, Dune, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> uh, that's I watched uh, more of the stand. Um, it's good. I'm trying to get through all of Bob's Burgers, and and it's such a great that's show. That's an undertaking because that's 10, twelve seasons. Twelve seasons now. Yeah. I think they just started their twelfth. So that's a 
That's a lot of content right there to get through. It is. Um, Fair warning. It stays the same the entire time. Oh, sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. It's one of those things that it, it began exactly how it stayed. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Um, I watched... Uh, I want, but I watched the Civil War documentary again, like the, the Ken Burns. It's man, it's so fucking good. Just like the the description of the characters and the and the time and the fact that uh, I used to think how 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 those people could think of that time and how I can't relate. I can relate to it now because we're in that kind of time right now um, where people hate each other so much. You know. Um. I don't know. That's pretty much it for me, man. I, I there wasn't a lot this week. Well, I guess I would say mine. Uh, yesterday, me and JMO played in a doubles tournament as a team. The fair women. The fair women. <laughs> uh, we were partnered up with another team, a, a, couple, a set of brothers. Prob- I think they went to. They looked like they were fresh out of high school. One might have still been in high school. Mm. Uh, Midland Trail, and. Uh, they're actually pretty good. They've been playing a lot longer than us. You ever notice Millen Trail produced a lot of good athletes? Some pretty good athletes. And they were you could tell that they played baseball and mm-hmm. probably football. They were pretty good. And one of them asked if I minded if he smoked. I was like, Yeah, sure, dude. I'm puffing on this thing. And he pulls out a bowl and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was that kind of party. <laughs> right. Well, of course I don't mind that. Right. And <laughs> it was pretty cool. Uh I think we tied for last. We were but we were eight over, which is there was good people in this tournament. There's only like 30 people and 30 teams in the tournament. If mm-hmm. that might've been 15 or 20 teams in the tournament. I think of it. I think we tied for last at eight over, which on a given day, if I'm playing by myself, if I get eight over, I'm high fiving myself. Right. We, uh, just, we were a few missed putts away from being tied for second. Some putts that we should have made yeah. that we did not because we don't practice. Enough. Um, it was pretty fun. Um, got this t-shirt from it. Um, of course, watching slasher fix flicks for the last month, pretty much almost I, the Halloween one and two are my favorite ones out of all of them. I think mm-hmm. followed by Freddie one, the original nightmare on Elm street. Um, <clears throat> the, the movies that made us where, uh, they talk about, uh, Friday the 13th, the producer's like, well, people seem to like that Michael Myers guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I watched that one. Yeah. Let's give him a backstory. Right. And let's do that. Right. Which is what they did pretty much. But it gets more and more ridiculous as uh, Friday the 13th goes on. Oh, absolutely. Because at one point, he's a literal zombie. Right. He is flesh rotting off of him. Yeah. He keeps getting woken up by either electricity or lightning bolts. Or Some, magic. They opened, yes, they opened up his grave to stab him to make sure he Horseshack was dead. Horseshack does it at one point. <laughs> yeah. They open up his grave to stab him to make sure he's dead. And it's um, the one of the boys that was from the earlier movies, but he's a completely different guy now. In the movie right before, he was an 11-year-old Corey Feldman. And in the movie right after, one year later, he's a 26-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta they, love it. And they do a flashback to where he was Corey Feldman one year ago. And so he stabs crazy. him to make sure he's dead and right. lightning strikes it and up comes Jason. Can you not let, let sleeping murderers lie? Well, what what kills me is you know, if you follow the if you make all the Friday the 13th movies canon, then good god. Friday the 13th part 2 takes place in 1985. 
Does it? No. It takes place in 1980 or 81. 81. But, yeah. it's, but it's five years after the events yeah, of the yeah. first So it takes place in 1985. <laughs> you could do that back then because there wasn't much difference. Yeah, nobody but, gave a shit. Right. But now when, when everything is so different, you're like, that's so five years ago. Why the fuck you? They're on fucking MySpace, for God's sake. You know, shit like that. I watched um, all, uh, all of them. I couldn't find Jason Goes to Hell anywhere for free, which bothers me. But uh, when he took Manhattan... That was fun. Knocked that guy's head like completely off. Completely it got was, the boxer. The guy had the ball. Yeah, he fucking tuned him up too. Yeah. but it didn't really do anything to Jason because all Jason had to do was reach back and wallop him one good time, and his head flew directly off of that roof. It's like on uh, is literally a uh, a recreation of what happened on uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You gonna yeah. knock my block off? <laughs> Bang! And his head goes flying <laughs> off. <laughs> like um. One of them, they're they're uh, at, at Crystal Lake. Why didn't they fill Crystal Lake up with cement and move on? Why did they keep using this place as a vacation destination? Well, in the second one, they didn't. It wasn't in Crystal Lake. It was down the road from Crystal Lake. Yeah. Which I didn't get. It's like, well, it's the same lake. So I always camp Crystal Lake. Camp this Crystal. this was the other one. And was, then one of them they changed the name because of what happened years right. ago to something else. But there's one of them I forget which one, which number it is, where they're boating on Crystal Lake at night, drinking or whatever, and they try to throw down the anchor. And there's an electrical line that crosses the river or the lake, and the <sighs> the anchor scratches the rubber coating on the outside of the electrical cable and electrocutes the water, which, what does that do? It wakes up Jason. Right. And hilarity ensues. <laughs> he climbs on the boat and everybody starts, it's like, come on, man. I mean, I guess we don't have to have logic, really, when it comes to these Well, movies. no, I don't want logic. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's that's like... What, that's what makes it good, It's I like guess. me and my brother getting an argument over Transformers. I didn't like the plot. I was like, what fucking plot, man? Are you crazy? Robots go boom, smash, bang. Knock down buildings. Great. I'm on board. Yeah. Is is the guy from the cartoon doing Optimus Prime's voice? Yes, and I'm on board. Um, speaking of that really quick, though, there is something that I'm going to – I'm trying not to ru- let uh, ruin Stranger Things for me. Oh, no. In Stranger Things uh, Season 3, um, when all the – when uh, Justin gets home and they're surprising him and all of his things come to life and they're all his remote control things, they have an ultra Magnus in there. Oh God. He wouldn't, he didn't come out till 1986 and it was 1985. Season three would have been 1986. No, it was 1985. Season two, season one was 84, 83. Season one was 84. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. There was a Reddit on this. I know I'm right. Uh, We were talking about, uh, there should, if it was set earlier, the Stranger Things kids should have come home pissed off about Halloween three, except for Dustin. Dustin would have liked it. Ultra Magnus confirmed for Stranger Things. Oh, let's see. Did you see? <laughs> you gonna let that ruin the entire show? No, I'm not. I mean, I love <laughs> it too much. Um, I thought it started in eighty four, eighty five, and eighty six. See, here's nerds talking about the belt piece and all that stuff. I'm just like, I, I just noticed the character. I don't give a fuck about all that little shit, but it's like, didn't you say it ruined, the founder was ruined for you because you saw... Not really, but it did get on my nerves. Right. That 
got to me a little bit. I'm like the Duffer Brothers. I'm kind of disappointed in you. You're I get it. Your 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 nerd credentials have suffered. You know, maybe that was one of their favorite toys when they were growing up, and they had to figure out a way. That, to that's okay because the next year he'd be too old to care about toys, I right? Think. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, I can explain this way. They're just in an alternate universe where it came out. It earlier. came out a year earlier. Maybe maybe it came out in Indiana. Maybe it was a maybe Indiana is a test market for toys, or maybe it was a toy release because people knew, knew the movie was coming out and it was a toy released. To the to the kid who collected the most box tops, I can that do this. Thing. I can do this. I can, I can get myself out of this. I got my uh, Sergeant Slaughter figure that way, sending in proofs of purchase. It's like the Kenner toys, the, the notorious Star Wars Kenner toys, yeah. where you couldn't you didn't get anything that Christmas, but you sent away for it, and they still sold fuck tons of toys. What do you think Dustin's reaction to Halloween three would have been? Everybody else would have been mad because we've talked about this. Um, I think he would have liked it. I think that he would have seen the benefit if of it. He would have. He would have said if they had just named it something other than Halloween Three and just called it Season of the Witch. He did. Yeah, that's definitely it. something he would have said. Um, that was my impression of Dustin. Lucas would have hated it. Yes, of course, because Mike Lucas hates it. everything. Um, Mike, Mike would have hated it if Eleven told him to. Uh, Will would have been ambivalent. Yeah, he wouldn't have cared. He'd have been like, "Well, I thought this was cool." You know, he's the peacekeeper. Uh, Max. Will would have been in the corner shivering with his knees to his chest, trying to not be killed by the Demogorgon or whatever else. <laughs> yes. The mind flayer. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That My, poor bastard. I know, man. Uh, Max would have hated it. Because um, Lucas. Yeah. They seem to have a hive mind, those two. They do. Um, I don't know. I love all those kids. Though, so I, I love the fact that uh, uh, Lucas has a Gumby in the new. Uh, yeah. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking, so fucking type. awesome, yeah. Um, the fucking step he's got. Oh, he's got a half kid from uh, kid from kid and play. Um, we were talking earlier. We I was watching this video about masks. Uh, this guy's list of top Halloween. That's going masks. a bit. That's going a bit extreme. I well, think. He, that's his channel is just massive nerd stuff. Nerd stuff like that. Right. But they were talking about the H two or not the H two O mask, the Halloween four mask. Uh, for Michael Myers and it. It had some black mesh mesh netting over top of the eyes because his eyes were shot out in two. Right. And me and you were talking like, what what did he go back to his secret lair and so and so mesh over the, the fortress eyes? of stabitude? The fortress of stabitude. <laughs> I pre wrote that down, but we had to for the name of the of the show, so it had to be said. The fortress of stabitude. <laughs> That's almost as good as fanny pack full of courage. Yeah, uh, <laughs> one of the, one of the Halloweens, um, I think it might have been four, where they shoot him and he then they throw dynamite on him, but he falls to a culvert and, and floats out into the river or something. I haven't watched. Yeah, and then yet. a blind person nurses him back to health, but yeah. he lets them live. He doesn't kill them. I don't think. Yeah, for some reason, Michael Myers would have killed him, and a tattoo shows up in the fifth one. Yeah, they, they, they and called then the a guy got, and then a guy got off of a train and he had cowboy boots on and we never find out who the that man person in black. Was. Yeah, you never find out who it is. God, that's so. You find out in Resurrection, perhaps the the what? one that came out in like 1992. Yeah, yeah. I think you find out then who it is, and it's the Doctor from Halloween One, not Loomis. Remember in the scene that's 18 seconds long where Loomis and this Doctor are walking yes. out. Yeah, it's that Doctor. Okay. <laughs> you know who I wish it would have been. Dr. Chalice. Dr. Ch- he should have made a... Dr. Chalice would have fucking see, in, cleaned all that shit up. In Halloween 3, um, 
Halloween is a movie that they watch on TV. Yes. Because they're at the bar and it comes on. Right. I thought that was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was, but at the same time, I wanted those things to exist in the same reality. Yeah. That could have been, well, it did show Jamie Lee Curtis. I was going to say, it could have been like a Jamie movie Lee Curtis TV. was in Halloween 3. Well, you know that? Was she is something? She played the voice of the woman in the town telling people. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's a deep dive Jeez. for you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Wow. Now that I the guy who played it. Michael Myers in the original Halloween is one of the head robot guys. Probably. You're probably right. He came back to play the shape in um, Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, and I'm guessing for the next one, too. Yeah. I like both of those. I think as far as slasher movies go, it's pretty awesome. And instead of sitting around screaming for the entire movie, Jamie Lee Curtis gets to get revenge on this motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, I want to watch them, but uh, again, I'm just, I don't know why I'm like this. I get stuck in this thing where I don't want to watch new things and all that stuff. And even I find it annoying, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I'm not going to change it. You know, (laughs) it's on Peacock and, I, the night it came out, I was I was like, I'm either going to get a free subscription for a month of Peacock, or I'm going to text my sister to see if she got it. All and right. my brother-in-law, who is just like me, loves those type of movies, made them her get the subscription to Peacock, so I got hers. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it for free. It's awesome. Yeah. Um. I'm. Uh. That's really it. Favorite things wise, I'm just watching people get stabbed and playing disc golf with Jamo. Pretty much it. <laughs> I've been like locking doors and stuff. What? Because you've been watching that? I've been watching so much of it that I'm starting to freak myself out. I'm just not that. I've never been that way with those kind of things. They never scare me. The ones that are more realistic, like games, video games scare me. Yeah. That is a fact. Like when I play something like Silent Hill or something like that, that messes with me. But movies do not. Supernatural stuff like a a pinhead or even a Jason after you get past two. Doesn't scare. So me. regular people scare you, not monsters. yeah. Things that I, things that could possibly happen hmm. can can get under my skin a little bit, and I'll be. I watched the Hellraisers. Did you have you watched those? Yeah, I've watched at least the first two. The, the second one. one was really good. Yeah, I remember that. One. Uh, the first one was good, but it was very limited. Um, it's just again, you can tell that Clive Barker is into some seriously twisted sexual stuff because a lot of the Cenobites, you know, stuff is based around. That sex. just sounds like something delicious, Cenobites. Um. One thing I noticed about <laughs> Rob Zombie's version is every woman that ha- that dies has to be naked. Yeah. And a fun a thing that I didn't notice is the young girl from Halloween 4 f- and 5 is in is Annie yep. Brackett in the, in his version and she's 30 years old at the time but she looks like she's 17. Right. And she's naked in it. Yeah, she is. Gets killed with her titties out. Some every nice girl too. she had some pretty nice little titties. Yeah. They're not they're not uh, big old state droopers like we like. But she's a she's a good looking gal. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. She uh, no, it wasn't her. Or maybe this girl was. There's a girl who was in the Saw movies. Danielle Harris is her name. No, Danielle Harris is the name of that actress. Um, it's is um, it the girl that took over for Saw after like the third one? Yes, her name is Shawnee Smith. Yes. I think. Yes, she was dating a guy in Charleston that was an attorney and used to come into Hooters. Yeah. Yeah. Shawnee Smith. She was also in uh, Summer School, one of my favorite movies. Yes, she was. She was in The Blob. Great face on this broad, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, she was. she's real pretty. She probably still is, still is really pretty. She's probably 52 years old now, 69. Mm-hmm. 
she was in the blob. She's 69 years old. No, she's oh. born in 69. Oh, she was in the saws, saw three and two and one summer school. Lots of made for TV stuff. Anger management. She was in anger management. I think maybe the TV show. Oh yeah. It looks like Charlie voiceovers. Scal does a lot of voiceovers. Yeah. Oh, what a racket that is, dude. Yeah. I wish I had a voice for that. Yeah, me too. You do. What? You have a you have a good voice for that. You and Elena both have very good voices for voiceover. I just I think I I never thought that way. I think my voice is kind of nasally and crappy. No, you got a good voice for it. Thank you. Oh, she was in the Grudge Three, Thirty I, Days a Night. I, hmm. I remember that. Well, she was in the TV series Thirty Days a Night. Thirty Days a Night is a good little vampire horror. Movie. It is. But because it takes place in snow and stuff like that, I don't count it as a Halloween movie. <laughs> Again. But it's very strict parameters. It's in Alaska, so there would be snow. I understand, but at the same time. Oh, yeah, that's how I know Shawnee Smith Becker. Yes. She was in Becker. But she was dating, like I said, she used to come into Hooters and she was um, apparently a very nice girl. The Party Crashers, The Tom Show. God, her. Arsenio had a. Uh, Wow, Arsenio had a short-lived little sitcom. Congratulations, buddy. She was in Stephen King's The Stand. Interesting. Summer School, Easy Prey, All is Forgiven, Iron Eagle. Cagney and Lacey, one episode. That's something to put on your resume. Yeah. Silver Spoons, one episode. (laughs) Silver Spoons. Fucking Ricky Schroeder riding around on his train. He's a big right wing lunatic now. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know. No, he is. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm not. He big anti-vax. Like, I mean, I'm not talking about just reasonable. Just very kind of kooky. I'm not anti-vax and I'm not pro-vax. I'm leave me alone. All right, that's what I am. Yeah, do you, you see the screenshot I took this morning for, from my I did. TV? I did. I was kind of sad that the the theme isn't in it. The Halloween theme. They had a they it had, was it was a version of it. The do, 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 you know, it was kind of it was esque. It was similar, but I think that right. is just reserved for Michael Myers. One of the things that they did in um, Friday the Thirteenth is they had no music unless the killer was on screen. That was one of the things I noticed from the. Movies that made us, unless the killer was on screen, there was no music. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty neat. It's like the shark. They got that from Jaws. Yeah. <sighs> I think I'm done. <laughs> okay. I don't Me really too. have anything else to say. I'm yeah, tired. And, I'm, and I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I, I ate before the movie. And Where'd you guys go? Uh, Quaker Steak and Lube. Man, I'm glad it didn't go. Why? I don't like that. It's okay. It doesn't, I, doesn't excite me. I mean, it was fine i get to see an old friend stuff like that but I, yeah i don't like i gotta wear my mask everywhere and i'm just kind of i don't know very aware of it all right well let's get the fuck out of here all right i'm not even gonna pull up anything neat i'm just gonna play the fucking theme song again thanks for listening Phoning it in episode 353 go fuck yourselves